Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the Armor Report. It's Monday. It's the um, 11th of November. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. Everything we talk about on this show begins and ends with managing risk. This is a show about stock market investing. If you guys are new, for those of you who have been with me for a while, thanks for being here. It makes it easier for me to execute on my information if I can share it with you. It keeps me honest. So what we're talking about here is quantum mental investing. We're taking the combination of proprietary algorithms, which is the, quanta, the quantitative part of what we do for our execution, and we combine it with fundamental analysis, that foundation. And that's what creates our information edge that I share with you every day. I should say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1130 to noon. We are going to talk about the cannabis stocks today. We're going to kind of focus on those because we have big earnings coming out this week. Don't forget, let's go over the ground rules real quick. All the information I'm sharing with you, I use my own personal account, my own personal assets, and for clients I manage money for through my affiliation with interactive brokers. I'm not telling you how to invest. I couldn't possibly do that because I don't know you. Okay, so what I can do is share my information and my experience from 30 plus years of doing this to help you order your thinking, to help you manage your risk and capture upside when appropriate so that over time we can build net worth together. That's what I'm trying to do today on this show and every show. Now, I am building some tools for you to increase that information flow. And it's called Armor Insider. It's going to be a website, armorreport.com, A-R-M-R report.com. And you'll have access to information directly in our portfolios, our model portfolios at Interactive Brokers. We've got four. I'll let you know what stocks are in there, when they're added, when they're deleted. I'll talk to you about the Armor Whiteboard which is research we're doing on companies. And I'll show you the whiteboard and where we are in our thinking of what is most important to invest in, what we're doing research on, you know, and what's on the um, launching pad of ideas that we might be buying literally that day or that week. So I'm building that for you. But for this show, what we're trying to do is just share our information from our years of doing this, the live trading desk, I'm surrounded by computers. The phone might ring. Bear with me. Thanks for for doing that if I have to take a call. Um, Every decision we make on this show and in my own portfolio starts with risk management. It's why I call it the Armour Report, Algorithmic Risk Management Research. Most people in my business who are sharing whatever information they can come up with are selling you on the idea of buy this, you'll make a lot of money. 
and usually you'll make it quick. Okay. I'm here to tell you something very sobering. Sorry if this sounds boring. Okay. There is no quick money in the stock market that's going to last. You might hit a couple. You might make some money. If you don't have the right risk management disciplines, you'll give it all away. That's just a fact. If you're coming to this show because I'm going to give you a stock that's going to go up tomorrow and make you a lot of money, go somewhere else. That's not what this is about. This is about protecting your capital and then capturing upside. So we start with risk management. And I suggest that's where you start when you're building your own portfolio. How much risk are you willing to take? Is the reward worth it for the risk you're taking? What are the probabilities you're going to make money on this transaction? These are the thoughts you want to have when you're executing. You don't want to have the thoughts in your mind of, oh, I love this product and the stock has to go up because I love this company. That doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. Or, hey, people are touting this uh, on Robinhood. Let's go buy it because people are talking about it. That doesn't work, guys. That's not a long-term investment process. That's a day trading casino, okay? We're not doing that here. So we're going to start today talking about risk management, and then we're going to get to the cannabis couch, our favorite discussion. We look at the top seven indexes that we've identified that help us make our risk decisions. And what I want to talk real quick about before I get to cannabis, which I'm going to get to fairly quickly here, I just want to go over one thing. I want to share with you some chart patterns of the seven indexes that we um, use to drive our risk decisions. And you're going to notice that the three big indexes, the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ 100 are making new highs. And the four sub-indexes, which are specific, let's say the small cap index, the IBD 50, the momentum index, the value index, are all not confirming the new highs of the big indexes. And it's just food for thought. Does that mean you have a shot at buying these sub-indexes as they go to new highs? It's possible. But I really don't like to see this, this bifurcation. It makes me feel like money is piling more and more into to passive investments in the biggest names, and you're getting that split. So let's take a quick look, okay? That's a picture of the S&P you're looking at there. Just a broad picture, okay? Going back to 2017, you could see that yellow lines, you know, where we made highs 22, 23 months ago, then it cratered. Now we're making all-time new highs again, okay? Now let's look real quick at the Dow. Just notice how these, how these stocks look. These are the ETFs, by the way, of these indexes, okay? So there's the Dow making a new high. Looks great, looks great, okay? And there's the NASDAQ 100. Okay, they all look exactly the same. Now, let's look at the momentum index. Usually, momentum leads to new highs. It usually doesn't lag. And we have a downtrend in momentum stocks. The big indexes are making new highs. Momentum stocks are in a downtrend. Going back to uh, July. I just don't like to see that. If I was real bullish, what I would expect to see is the momentum stocks leading the market higher. Not happening. Here's the IBD 50. 
FFTY, okay? Now, this is kind of a cousin to momentum stocks, right? Because it's the IBD 50. Woefully underperforming. Just, just terrible. Okay, quick look at the small caps. So why did I say last week that I'm thinking of adding some short positions to aggressive accounts in the small cap space? Well, just look at the channel. We're right at the top of the channel. Right? So all I'm doing is hedging my risk. I've got positions out. I'm, I'm making money on those bigger cap positions. I'm hedging a little bit at the top of the channel. This is, this is about risk management, guys. It's not about thinking to go short because the market's going to go lower. I don't know what the market's going to do. I, I'll admit it. I'm about, I'm about finding percentages of probability and reward to risk. I'm not about telling you the market's going to go higher today and down tomorrow. I, I don't think anybody knows that. Guys can get lucky for a while, and then they just give it all back if you look over a long period of time. So what I'm trying to do is Look at the probabilities of success and the reward versus risk. When we're at the stratosphere up here at all-time new highs, the reward from here, the idea that we're going to go dramatically higher is less versus the risk that we're going to plummet back down to the bottom of a channel, which we've been doing for the last 22 months. And there's the picture of the small cap index. Just wild volatility in a range. So I put out a hedge. Takes out the highs, I'm more than happy to take that hedge off and let the rest of my portfolio run. But for now, for aggressive accounts that have too much exposure, I'm going to hedge. And now here's the value index. Oops. Okay. Again. Not making new highs. The big indexes are making new highs. The value index is clearly helping the big indexes. They've had a rocket move off of the lows, but have still not taken out the highs of 2018. Okay, so to wrap up there, just wanted you to think about that as you're taking positions, as the market goes to new highs, as there's a lot of excitement out there. What's the reward from here? versus the risk you're taking, and how do you protect yourself? You've got to answer that on, on your own. We've got four model portfolios that we do different things with, conservative, balanced, aggressive. So in aggressive accounts, where we have the most equity exposure, we're going to hedge some of that risk. For conservative and balanced accounts, where we still have a decent cash position, I don't feel the need to go hedge the risk. So I'm not out there actively trying to short the market. I'm not saying this is a bear market. I'm just asking you to think about risk management. Okay, let's move on. Let's get to the cannabis couch, our favorite idea. Okay, let's start with this chart real quick. Now, let's get rid of the thumbs up. If you like this conversation, help me out. Hit the thumbs up button. You know how this works. All right, let's go to the, the capture here. All right, okay. That is the um, um, MJ. Let's open it up a little bit. Okay, so there's the yellow line. We talked about this last week. There's the double bottom it's set up. We have to see where this, this uh, portfolio goes from here. Do we hold a double bottom? Make new highs or do we take it out and we have another leg down? That's the question we're all asking. So first of all, from a reward to risk standpoint, 
the reward is enormous because everybody expects it to keep going lower. We just had another uh, um, equity analyst come out and downgrade Canopy Growth and Aurora in front of earnings this week for a whole host of reasons we all already know. Now, I'm not saying the analyst is wrong. I don't know. He could be right. He could be wrong. I don't know. The question is the reaction to the news. Many times, bad earnings come out. Stock is down in the aftermarket, closes higher at the end of the day, and you get your bottom. It basically tells you that's it. Everybody knows that's it. And what's more important is not the, the earnings announcement. It's what management says on the conference call. Do they start to see a light at the end of the tunnel? And are they willing to say it's not an oncoming train? If they are, then that's how you get bottoms. You, you don't need a great earnings announcement to get a bottom. Very often, I see great reversals when companies have gone through this terrible decline and they have write-offs. They come out and say, look, we're just writing off a bunch of inventory and we're starting over. And the market, oh, it'll plunge down the news and close higher that day or by the end of the week. And the bottom is in, right when nobody thinks it should be in. Okay, so let's be clear. I'm not telling you what the stocks are going to do with earnings. I don't know. What I'm telling you is the reaction to the news is more important than all of these analysts writing reports. And what I love is they're all writing negative reports. So the bar is so low. I could see Canopy Growth coming out and saying we're taking a write-off. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if they're going to do this. This is just a scenario I'm completely making up. I haven't the slightest idea what they're going to say. But if they came out and said, we're, taking right, we're writing off some inventory or writing down some inventory, um, we're you know, streamlining the organization, we're you know, uh, reducing our workforce, we're doing all these things. Um, and by the way, we're starting to see demand for edibles uh, higher than expected. Stock will go up on that because everyone knows the bad news. So the question is, is there any, any silver lining in the earnings announcement that will um, bottom these stocks? That's the question. Same thing's true for um, Aurora. Okay? And, and let me tell you something, guys. I don't, I don't have a lot of um, – I, I expect the earnings num numbers – I expect it to be awful. I'm not making a call right now saying to you, hey, it's going to be a surprise to the upside. I mean, if that happens, these stocks go through the roof, okay? Reward is worth the risk. If there's anything positive, these stocks go berserk because everybody's expecting another disaster. And I'm expecting a disaster also. I don't see anything in the tea leaves or the... Weed leaves that look like there's going to be some type of positive stories. But what I just want to share with you today is it's the reaction to the news. It's not trying to guess what's going to happen. Also, so we have two earnings announcements, okay? We've got Canopy in the morning of the 14th before the open, and we have Aurora after the close. 
It's going to be a very interesting day. And um, the day before that, on the 13th, for those of you who follow um, Charlotte's Web, as you know, I've loved, I love the company. I use the products. I don't own the stock. Okay? The competitors to Charlotte's Web had terrible numbers, declining um, um, uh, uh, revenue, which was a major uh, disappointment, and I don't own the stock right now. I'm not telling you what stocks to own. Okay? By the way, I don't own Canopy, and I don't own uh, um, uh, Aurora in my own portfolio. So I'm not, I'm not telling you what stocks to buy. I'm saying we've got a whiteboard of our favorite names. I told you last week that's names that have high margin businesses that were able to maintain those margins as these stocks got destroyed in the summer. Those are our focuses. Okay? We're also going to focus on stocks where we believe institutions could put money. Okay? We have our own formula for that. I don't know what Charlotte's Web is going to say. But I will tell you that everyone's expecting the worst. And the best time to own stocks and earnings is when everyone expects the worst. When everyone's expecting the best, your risk is at the highest that the reward will be a disappointment. And when everyone expects disasters, the reward's the greatest and the risk is the smallest. Okay? That's all I'm saying. So how do you want to handle this? In your portfolio, it all depends on your willingness to take risk. There is nothing wrong with you waiting until these, these earnings numbers are out and you can see what the reaction to the news is. You don't have to be early. Okay? These stocks have been destroyed. If you've got a lot of cash on hand, if you protected your assets at the end of May, like I was telling you, please protect your assets, take your losses, stop yourself out. This is a disaster. Then you should be in a position now where you have cash and you're waiting to take a shot. And I submit to you that there's nothing wrong with waiting till the news is out and look at the reaction. If you can't stand that and you're a more aggressive person, and you're willing to take more risk, well, then figure out what percentage you want to put on before the news and then how much you want to add based on the reaction to that news. Okay? And that's how we have our four, well, really our three portfolios because one portfolio is index-only investing. So the other three portfolios we have laid out like that, conservative, balanced, and aggressive. You can figure out what the conservative guys are doing, balanced guys and aggressive guys, right? For some, we're not taking any risk and we're going to wait to see what the news is and the reaction and then we'll respond. And then for the aggressive guys, we're going to take some positions in front of the news and deal with the risk. Look, we might get stopped out. We might get hammered. It could be ugly. So we have to make sure the percentage in our portfolio is at a level where we can sleep at night. Okay? If you feel sick at the end of the day and you can't sleep at night, I submit to you, you've put too much of a position on. Okay? Don't do that to yourself. If you're going to hold it in front of these earnings numbers, only do that if you feel you can sleep at night. And then you know, okay, terrible, they get crushed, no big deal, I'll wait for my next opportunity, I'll add to it then or whatever. Okay? Um, Wrapping up real quick, uh, 
Yeah. I don't see anything um, to discuss with you from here. So I'm going to let you go. Thanks for spending time with me. I appreciate uh, your efforts to be here. And I will be covering these calls, both the uh, Charlotte's Web call and then the Canopy call and the uh, Aurora call live on this stream. Okay, so I'll do pop-up bonuses where I get on and I give you what I think is important about what I'm hearing on the conference calls during the week. Okay, guys, take care. I'll see you again on Wednesday, 1130. Have a safe day trading out there. I look forward to talking to you again. Thanks a lot.